Hey folks, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast. We're going live this time and for a special edition because Donovan McMillan is coming home. He commits to Pit. We're going to talk about it all on this episode of Locked On Pit, everyone. You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Donovan McMillan is coming to Pitt. That is correct, folks. Pitt gets their second transfer of the cycle, joining Phil Jerkovich. Both of them whippy old guys, which is seemingly becoming more and more common for Pitt to kind of pull off here in the coming seasons, it feels like. But McMillan is here at Pitt now. And this is a big-time commitment to me for Pitt because, listen, they need that type of depth at safety, right? They've needed big playmakers from the Whippeal. They haven't closed on guys outside of the defensive line, really, from the Whippeal in recent years. And you look at guys that they have closed upon, Dayon Hayes, you see Nakai Johnson, Dorian Ford, all on the defensive line, Sean Fitzsimmons. These are all great players. And they've had different success rates with guys that have come from outside the program but we're Whippeal guys. MJ Devonshire is a prime example of that, right? You look at MJ Devonshire, and he is a shining, gleaming example of why, even if Whippeal kids don't pick Pitt right out of high school, Pitt should be in this race for the long haul. And that is a huge reason why a guy like McMillan coming back, a four-star that didn't even have Pitt in his top ten, isn't that surprising in this kind of era of college football. And this is a big land for Pitt. McMillan was a guy that could have started next year. At Florida, he, he's not just some scrub off the bench. He hasn't played a ton yet uh, in college, but you look at the tape he has put out there and the limited tape that is there. Physical football player to the max. This is a guy that has good speed. This is a guy that has all the attributes you look for in a strong safety or even, dare I say it, a star linebacker. Now, I don't know if they're going to move him to start linebacker, but if he's open to that role, I think it's one that he could easily move into. Because, listen, the star linebacker in Pitt's defense, it's a linebacker-nickel-corner hybrid. It's a weird position, right? Because Pitt doesn't really run defenses with nickel corners outside of their Delta package. And so McMillan could be the guy in the Delta package and be the star linebacker. That is something he could be. Johnny Patrician filled that role. Could this be a very similar type of player. I think so. Now, I think you look at McMillan as a really good athlete, too. He's got a lot of explosiveness. He's got good long speed. His actual athletic traits are all there to be built upon by Pitt. So Pitt has the pedigree, the athleticism, and really the fit for Don McMillan to kind of fit in wherever you want him to. He could probably be your strong safety and compete with Javon McIntyre and P.J. O'Brien back there if you really want him to fill in the void, which would likely be left by Brandon Hill this upcoming season. That is possible. You can see him filling into that role, right? But also, when you look at Donovan McMillan, what he also can do really well is play down low in the box. He's a really good special teamer right out the gate. You could see that right away. So that's his instant impact. 
And then that's going to translate over because he's a really short tackler. He's a big hitter, aggressive downhill football player. The pit's going to look to fill in either at that start linebacker spot at safety. I think you start him at safety, and then maybe if it's not working, you can wean him to star linebacker and also have him play that third safety role in the Delta package. I think that's kind of his fit in this defense. And, and Narduzzi has an acumen for producing really good football players from that secondary. There's a big reason why McMillan was drawn to come here, partially to come home. Yes, that's obviously the allure for some of these guys. They go away, far away like Florida, uh, and, and then they want to come home, and that's fine. But you also look at Narduzzi's defense, and he has the background to back up his talk, right? DeMar Hamlin's in the NFL. Jason Pinnock's in the NFL. Vontae Maddox is in the NFL. Dane Jackson's in the NFL. Damari Mathis is in the NFL. Brandon Hill and Eric Hallard are going to be in the NFL. Um, there is a long line of safeties under Pat Narduzzi that he has recruited and developed into NFL players. And McMillan has all of the raw tools to become a really good safety at the Power 5 level. And in the ACC, with Pat Narduzzi's defense. You love that aggressiveness. You love the ability to come downhill and lay the wood. Brandon Hill has been able to do that. Paris Ford was able to do that. In, in the Narduzzi scheme, the strong safety is allowed to do a little bit of ad-libbing. And, and that's what I do like about this pickup is because McMillan has the nose for football. I mean, you look at what he did at Peters Township, and that was one of his things. This man just made plays all around the field. And so I like the fact that he's going to be able to use his instincts a little bit, just kind of go out there and play a little bit. Um, so I like this pickup. Now he's going to have to compete for a starting role because Pitt has some young safeties in this room that are very intriguing. We've heard good things about Stefan Hall, um, but we know we have seen good things from PJ O'Brien and Javon McIntyre. McIntyre was honestly such a welcome surprise in that Miami game. So let's see what McMillan can do there. And if he can't necessarily just fit in at strong safety because they really like McIntyre, O'Brien, Hall, whoever fits in there, then I think they could easily just put him at star linebacker because that is a position that they are going to have playing time open with. And I think McMillan could fit in really well there. He'll have to bulk up a little bit to move there. But he's not that far off. And he really isn't. And he has the athleticism, the know-with-all, and that hit power to absolutely play that low like that. And I mean, he's 6'1", 200 right now. He would probably have to get into an off-season program, put on about 15, 20 pounds, but he could really fit in nicely there for the Pitt defense. So I think Pitt has to think about McMillan as first a safety, and then if they want to, they could push him down to star linebacker. And I like that flexibility uh, with this commitment because of what McMillan brings to the table. Big commitment, though, for Pitt. They get a lot of pedigree here. They add depth to the defense. They're going to be losing a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball, probably both Eric Hallett and Brandon Hill. And so by reasoning of that, they needed some young guys to refill the shelves. And that's going to be what McMillan can do, and he can start, and he can compete. And Pitt's going to have some really good young safeties now in this room between McMillan, Hall, McIntyre and PJ O'Brien. So very, very excited to kind of see how that works out. I think it's going to be a really fun battle at summer camp. I think we're going to be hearing about this all spring too. 
um, between these three and maybe four guys if you put Hall in there with them. Um, so it's going to be a really, really, really good group to kind of just follow um, and see what happens. But McMillan could be one of many Whippeal guys that end up coming to Pitt. What about Derek Davis and Dante Cephas? Let's talk about those guys, folks. But first, I want to let you know about NHTSA because, folks, listen, if you don't drive sober, you can get pulled over right now around the Christmas time with celebration afoot. It is easy to potentially go out there and put yourself in harm's way, folks. There can be dangers and consequences of driving drunk. Be responsible. Don't make the risky decisions today. Check out nitsa.com.gov to check out the information. All right. Derek Davis, Phil Dracovich. Those two guys seemed like pipe dreams to come to bit. Donald McMillan probably did too, to be quite honest with you, right? Derek Davis, a big recruited guy that went to LSU, now on the portal. It feels like the momentum is Maybe go in Pitt's way. Djokovic committed right away. McMillan committed fast after a visit. Stevens is a little muddier, but Pitt's in that race too. The Whitfield train right now at Pitt is so strong. And, and here's the thing about that. We have seen it work out for so many Whitfield guys in recent years. Johnny Patrician was the first. Then MJ Devonshire came. And there are going to be more guys that follow this train that don't come out of high school to pit and come back to pit. It works out a lot of the time. It seems like that fit that Pitt has with these Whipple kids now is ending up going pretty well. And so if they land all four of those guys, that's a big infusion of talent to four different spots. Now, I don't know where they view Derek Davis at. Do they view him as a linebacker or a safety or a star linebacker, or do they view him as a running back? Uh, he flashed his ability against UAB at running back. So if they're looking for a running back transfer, which they probably are given the likely fact that Israel Abanikanda is going to the NFL and Vincent Davis might transfer, I think it's very likely you see Pitt potentially going after a running back. And Derek Davis has all the athletic traits. Listen, you're not getting – the offer sheet he had without having some absurd athletic traits and having all of these teams going after you. You look at some of the offers he had, and it was a national recruitment for a kid out of Gateway. It wasn't just LSU. Alabama was in on this. Clemson offered him. Uh, if you want to throw in Florida, Georgia, Miami, Michigan, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Penn State, Pitt. Pitt was still one of his finalists even. I mean, USC even got in on this recruitment. It was a national recruitment after Derek Davis. And so the fact that he is potentially interested is big because these kids are four stars and five stars coming back. We're not just talking about a three star that went off to a similar college to Pitt and Pitt didn't show interest. Pitt was in on these kids. These kids were very talented, chose to go elsewhere, which is fine. And now, they're in the portal, and Pitt is welcoming them back with open arms. And I think Davis is another guy that makes a lot of sense. You're injecting a lot of pedigree and talent. You're having guys that want to come home and want to play for Pitt. Um, you have high athletic talent in all of those guys. Djokovic is beat up a little bit, but he's got 
crazy athletic talent for the quarterback position. McMillan has the athleticism. Davis absolutely has that athleticism. And Cephas is a guy that is of that latter type that I said where no one really went after him, but that was also grade related. And so we'll see kind of what happens with Dante Cephas. I think that's a tougher recruitment to get a read on. There's a lot of teams lurking there. You have Georgia, you have Penn State in there, but Pitt's definitely in there. And then you kind of have other factors kind of swirling around there about what could happen with Dante Cephas and his transfer. I'm not sure if he's a lock for Pitt. I don't think he's a lock. I think Pitt has a shot, but we'll see. Um, But I definitely think that Davis is a very likely land for Pitt. And you look at that, and that's exciting. That's a three-pronged recruitment base for Pitt out of the Whippeal in the transfer portal with Davis, McMillan, and Jerkovich. And that could really help this team next year and in the future with Davis and McMillan. Um, and, and so you look at a guy like Derek Davis, and yeah, Pitt should absolutely take him as a running back, whatever. You kind of you take that athletic talent that Derek Davis has, and you can find a spot for him on the field. He is such a good athlete. There is no way you can't find a place for Derek Davis, right? He is a fast, explosive, quick player that kind of has the all-around athletic traits. It's just... Where do you kind of play him? The size isn't super great, and he's kind of a tweener on defense. Is he a linebacker? Is he a safety? And then on offense, is he a running back? Is he a little too big to be a running back? So is he more like an H-back? Is he a Doran Dickerson type? If he's a Doran Dickerson type, there's probably no one better that knows how to use Doran Dickerson types than Frank Signetti, seeing as he literally did work with Dora Dickerson, turn him into an All-American, right? So Derek Davis is a guy that when you look at Pitt, can easily, easily fill in extremely well to a running back room wherever they want to put him and do it well. And the Whitfield recruitment picking up here at Pitt, that entire defense right now has guys that are Whitfield kids. And the D-line is littered with them. You look at Dayon Hayes, Sean Fitzsimmons, Dorian Ford, Nakai Johnson, those are just the young guys. I mean, Devin Danielson and David Green are also Whippeal guys. McMillan now, Devin Shire. This is a really heavy Whippeal recruited defense. And I think that's really cool to see Pitt kind of winning in the Whippeal and bringing on these kids. And it's absolutely worth it for Pitt because these kids are really, really athletic with high pedigrees and they want to play for Pitt after exploring other waters. I'm coming back home, and that's really important for Pitt uh, moving forward. But what about Pitt's pursuits in the portal at wide receiver now? It can be a little tough, but let's try and divulge through some of these targets that Pitt's trying to get traction with other than Dante Cephas. I'm going to talk about that, but first, folks, I want to let you know about Bet Online because BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You want to throw down a bet on the Pitt UCLA game, the Sun Bowl? Feel free to do that. That line right now, six and a half on BetOnline.net. You can check out Pro Football, College Bowl season, basketball, World Cup. They've got it all at BetOnline.net, folks. If you love the sports podcasts, you can even find them there as well. Folks, they're the fastest and easiest way to get all your betting info, so just head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. All right. 
So I've been trying to wrap my head around Pitt in the portal at wide receiver because it's undoubtedly probably their biggest need. They filled the quarterback need with Djokovic. They got some defensive depth with Donovan McMillan. They're still going to need some more guys on the offensive line, probably need a running back, need a tight end. But you need two or three receivers in addition to the guys you already have in Lamar Seymour and Kenny Johnson. You're going to need probably two transfers and maybe another high school guy. Uh, it's, it's a tough position because you're kind of bare on the cupboard. You still don't really know what Jared Wayne's going to do. So really the question is, well, who does Pitt go after? You look at some of the offers out there, the coldest Crawford I wish would happen for the name alone, probably the best name in college football, uh, Dejon Reynolds from Florida. Maybe that's an interesting uh, avenue they can take. Now, I know that Tyquan Underwood did a home visit with Dejon Reynolds, and Reynolds, uh, a guy that is a burner, uh, showcased that speed and big playability against Vanderbilt this year. He just didn't find a, a true sticking role with them, but I know that Tyquan Underwood would want him, but... The question is, can they get him on campus? You look at Jaden Higgins, the Eastern Kentucky transfer, another guy that Tyquan Underwood has had a visit with. Um, I, I mean, we have seen Tyquan Underwood work at these fronts and really trying to go and, and get these guys and try to get them on campus, but he hasn't been able to get anyone on campus just yet. And that has been tough for Pitt because they really need – this position. There are so many opportunities for playing time in this room, too. I mean, you look at Yoki Brown from Texas A&M, really talented four-star from Texas A&M that Pitt's trying to get on campus, too. Another guy that Tyquan Underwood had a home visit with, Brown, a guy from Miami. You saw Kalijah Kansi trying to kind of recruit him lightly today on Twitter. And that's kind of the end of it. I mean, we have seen a ton of offers go out. We have not seen a ton of traction to get guys on campus. Cephas is the only one that's actually been on campus, and obviously he's a local guy, and there's so much surrounding that recruitment right now between the actual competition and between other factors that we don't know what's going to happen with Dante Cephas, but Pitt can't plan on Dante Cephas being the lock-in right now. They can keep going after him, and they have to. But there's so much more talent at receiver in the room right now in the transfer portal that they have to keep going after these guys. And it's tough when you're not getting traction at the position you probably need the most, right? And it's not to discredit the very talented recruits that Pitt has. Lamar Seymour's got a good offer sheet. Kenny Johnson has a really good offer sheet. I think both of those guys could potentially play early on in their careers. But I also... Don't want to put all the pressure on that freshman, right? Freshmen should play after being bred through competition. They should be going through that grind and not have that spot right away. Jordan Addison never had that spot right away. The reason he got his starting role in week one of 2020 is because he earned it. I mean, we saw him mossing Paris Ford in practice, for example. Uh, there was a lot that went right for that to happen. Same thing's got to happen for Seymour and Johnson, right? We didn't see Jana Wobico play this year. We didn't see Addison Copeland play this year. Some of that was from injuries. Some of that was just because they weren't ready to go on the field. Um, but there has to be better depth 
in this room. And so Tyquan Underwood has to be going after this trail hard. And the portal has to yield at least someone. And, and you really want someone before the next semester. And the reason I say that is because you want to have them through the spring, right? You want to have that transfer with you throughout the spring to kind of get worked into the offense, become familiar with the rest of the receiver room, become familiar with Tyquan Underwood, become more familiar with Phil Jerkovich, uh, all of that kind of working together. You want to see that happen in this receiver room. So hopefully you get one of the three I just listed, whether that's Higgins, whether that's Reynolds, whether that's Brown. One of those three, maybe someone else comes up. There are names that keep popping up. Yolkeith Brown just popped up on the radar today, right? That that home visit came out of absolutely nowhere for Pitt. And, and so these receivers have to continue to be worked on. And Pitt needs different archetypes of receivers. They definitely need more speed. Uh, they kind of have a route runner extraordinaire at Mumfield. I'm higher on Mumfield than a lot of people are. I know that for a fact. I know that some are very down on him. I think he's got really good football ahead of him. I still believe in him. Bub means I'm not completely sure of right now. I'm a little less high on him. So I would like to see them get a guy with some more size that can win contested catches, a younger guy, right? I would like to see them get a, a true burner from the slot. I, I think that's something you really need. I think Kanani Mumfield, though, can grow into – a really good route runner. I think if you get Jared Wayne back, you certainly have the alpha dog you need. I think that's going to be the big thing. Do you need an alpha dog or do you not need an alpha guy? And if you do, I think it makes it a lot harder because you're going to have to land a Cephas or someone of that caliber, and you're going to really have to go to bat against some really good programs like they are for Cephas right now. So I'm not sure how Pitt is going to land a guy like that. But if Wayne comes back, I think it eases a lot of worries about, okay, we don't have to get that guy. We can wait for a guy to develop or we can get that guy next year. But they do need a guy that has a lot of speed. They need speed in this room with all the shot plays they run. They need someone to take the top off the defense and just zoom. They need that big play element outside of just Jared Wayne. They need to take a little bit of pressure off Jared Wayne. And maybe Mumfield, as I said, turns into that, right? It's possible that ends up happening. But I also think that you need someone that is more of a guy that can win at all three levels with that speed. They try to make Jalen Barn that. He never really became that. Um, and I'm not sure if they have that on the roster. I don't think they do. And they just don't have depth. They need another bigger guy um, to replace kind of that young uh, out. Uh, upcoming athleticism that they lost with Jaden Bradley. Um, they need a lot of pieces here. And it can come in different archetypes. It can come in different skill sets and how it kind of fits into Frank Zanay's scheme. They really need at least two through the portal. Probably one more experienced and one a little younger, right? So you can get a guy like a Dejon Reynolds who's a little younger, and then you can pair that with Dante Cephas, and you have that kind of archetype. You get the speed guy, and you get another guy that can win through various different ways that is also very big. Higgins, you get a six foot four contested catch guy. You also could use that, right? There's a lot of different guys you could use. You'll Keith Brown, another guy that can really fly. Um, so you're looking for different players, and I can tell that they're looking for speed at that position, and rightfully so, because they really do need that speed to stretch the field, take some 
pressure off of Gavin Bartholomew in the middle of the field, uh, keep safeties occupied up top other than Jared Wayne. And that's going to be the big thing because if Wayne ever gets hurt next year and he does come back, he's got to come back first. But if he does come back and he gets hurt next year, it can go really south really fast because Phil Dracovic is used to playing with safe flyers and Jalen Gill. I mean, Gill is the guy that can take the top off the defense, and then you have Zay Flowers, who's the guy that wins at all three levels. Wayne can be the Flowers. Who's going to be the Gill? Is it going to be Kennedy Mumfield or is it going to be someone else? I think they need to add a little bit more speed to see uh, who it could be and give a little bit more options to work with there because Seymour is a guy that can win above the rim, right? He's a guy that's really good in contested catch situations. I think Johnson is a smoother route runner that works as like a big slot type, which is cool. I think they need that, um, but they also need speed, and that's not in the class right now. So that's going to be the question. How do they land that, and what do they do from here? All right, folks, thanks for tuning in to this special live edition of the Locked on Pit podcast. Donovan McMillan comes to Pit, Pit hoping to add more to the room. As always, folks, thank you for listening to the Locked on Pit podcast. As always, hey, to Pit.